Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the match preview. Everton versus Fulham in the quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup at Goodison Park Tuesday night. This one's like sort of just like snuck up on us. It I has, mean, hasn't we it? all knew it was there, but we were all just like keeping an eye on all the other games. And now it's here. It's like this is this is actually quite a big game. And we could get into a semi-final. And we're actually playing well. And we're in form. And uh, it's a one-off game at Goodison Park. Jack? Yeah, one of our better cup runs in the last few years. You know, home tie against the side that yeah. I think we believe we can beat. I think if there hadn't been a certain points deduction, mm. there would have been a lot more focus on this within the fan base. And yeah, you know, if, if we do get through, there's the potential to draw a lower league side in the semi-final as well. It's it's potentially massive this and it has gone under the radar, but all focus is on it now. And it, what an opportunity for the team against the team they have lost to mm. earlier in the season. But there was bad luck there. Mm. The team's improved since as well. It's a real opportunity for them. No, it is. It is. It's... Um... It's a big game against the team. That, to be fair, have been in decent form of late, scoring a lot of goals. I know they're coming off the back of the, the 3-0 defeat at Newcastle, but obviously they were down to 10 men for 17 minutes, really, for, of that game. And obviously Jimenez is going to miss the game against Everton, which is uh, good. Um, but, no, they've they've been scoring goals, and obviously they something in them has clicked in the last few weeks as well. You know they went to Anfield recently and you know scored three, but obviously we're beating four three. Um, been putting the ball in the back of the net as I said, two five no wins before the game on on Saturday. But obviously they were both home games as well, so it'll be interesting to see how that translates to this game and and how how the mindset I suppose a one off game um, away from home against the team that are finding a found form, but are finding a little bit of form at home as well. Expectations obviously for us will be. Sky high, will a lot of fans will be. I mean, listen, not I don't think anyone's thinking, Oh, this is a walk in the park. It's not like the last round when we played Bernie, where a lot of people felt like that. I think we were comfortably going to beat them because not only were we better than them, but they were going to rest players. I think, even though it is a busy period, I think I imagine Fulham will be looking at this thinking, Well, it get, gets us into a semi final, two legged semi final. We've got to go for every, everything. You know, is that the way you feel about this game? Like you've got to put everything into it because it is a quarter final of the cup. Yeah, well, we don't often get to these stages or haven't for a mm. few years. Have we? I think the last quarter final was Man United 
uh, under Ancelotti in uh, the lockdown season. Mm. So uh, we've got to take this chance, haven't we? It's mm. going to be difficult and Fulham, as we know, have been in good goal scoring form and it's going to be interesting to see how this Everton side responds if they do go a goal behind. I, I don't want to say Everton haven't faced adversity in recent weeks because they very clearly have, but not much of it has actually been on the pitch. We haven't had to respond to mm. going a goal down and Fulham, yes, they're mi- missing attacking options, but they do have the potential to, mm. you know, to get that early goal and are we going to bounce back against that? I have faith in them. Mm. Just because the character that's been shown by yeah. the Everton team in the last few weeks has been great. So I have faith in them to respond positively if they are faced with adversity. But it is a challenge we haven't had to face in a while. And we do need to have that in mind that we might have to come up against that. Uh, I think expectation is a challenge as well. I think expectation from your own fan base is is, is a really interesting challenge to take on. Because I think, I think obviously in the last few weeks, certainly with the 10-point deduction, we all... No, we are we're together in this and we're fighting something else. But I think when these moments do arise and you've got an opportunity to take one and, and push forward um and give give fans, long suffering fans, something they haven't uh, had an opportunity to get to for a while, whether it just be a semi final. You know, you if you want to get to the final, you want to win something, obviously you've got to go through a semi-final. It's not just a case of oh, we want to get to a semi-final. Don't like this thing of I want to have a good cup run. No, I want to win the cup. If, if you know, good cup run will just bring heartache if it doesn't if you don't get the, the final thing. But um it, that places expectation, and I wonder how much expectation that places on the manager in terms of uh, the lineup. Let's just look at the team obviously that beat Burnley on Saturday. And obviously there was changes going into this game. Patterson came in, Goffey came in, Keane came in, uh, Dwight McNeil going to left wing back. Um, obviously, uh, Onana starting a game for the first time in a while. We, you know, Decore went off injured uh, in this game, so we've got no idea at the moment as we record this because Everton don't do don't do uh, press conferences for the games, um, so we don't know where he is exactly right now. We don't know where Michalenko is right now either because obviously that was a late call with him as well, certainly Friday. So we don't know where they are. Um, we don't know where Ashley Young is. We don't know where Seamus Coleman is. We know Garner will be back. We know Branthwaite will be back for this game. I mean, obviously, if we've got no Michalenko and we've got no Ashley Young, you know, does that mean that Dwight Mac- we continue to trade the back and Dwight McNeil plays left wing back? Um does that mean Patterson keeps his place ahead of Seamus Coleman or does Seamus Coleman come back in? You know, and, and who, who then goes in for Decore? You know, we saw when Decore moved a little bit deeper um, against uh, Newcastle that uh, Jack, Jack Harrison moved more centrally, but we had Ashley Young on the right wing. So we can make changes, but the changes aren't available either. So does he risk it? You know, if Decore is... Let's not say 50-50, but say 70-30. Do you risk him? Do you, you know, it's a hamstring injury. Can you risk a hamstring injury knowing that? You know, the manager said on Saturday night, he said, we don't know whether we got him off in time. As in, you know, he said he was just feeling it. A little bit like Don was feeling, know that he, he was feeling that he ended up missing the Forest game. Do you, does he have to have that one game out with it coming in so quick to, 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 to you know, to, to make sure that not only he's available for Tottenham, but he's available for City and he's available for Wolves because if you aggravate it, it could be three or four games and three or four games at this time of year, you know, sorry, a week or sorry, a week or so or 10 days being out is four games at this stage of the season. So, 
you know, what do you think he should do with it, with it, with that pressure being there? Ever being a quarter final? I wouldn't risk him personally. Yeah. Just looking at the season ahead as well. I know it's a massive game, and mm. you know, maybe I'm contradicting myself no, talking no. up the game and saying, "Oh, uh, don't risk your top scorer." Yeah. But just with it being so close to the Burnley game where he did go off. <laughs> And it's a muscle injury as well. That mm-hmm. I just wouldn't risk him personally because he's so crucial to this side with the goals that he brings. And I do think there's enough in the team to get by for one game missing mm-hmm. him. It's when if he does play and he does aggravate it and then without him for three games, that's when I worry about what we've got in the team. But it is interesting to think how we'll shape up, especially if Mikhelenko's not going to play. I think if we are expecting that we might have to have a bit more of the ball, maybe it's, OK, go forward at the back and put the extra man in midfield and Godfrey goes left back. And unfortunately, it's probably Michael Keane that drops out. Mm. But it is interesting. Is Sean Dyche the type of manager who'll change a winning system when he doesn't have to? You know, changing to five at the back was brought on by injuries. Is he going to deviate back from it? Now he doesn't necessarily have to and it's worked. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, there's so much up in the air because, as I said, we haven't had any updates, so we don't know where people are. The manager doesn't really he doesn't really give too much away. He's not really said how far... I mean, he does tell you when players are not playing, typically, or he certainly has started to do that of late. When a player's not available, he'll just say it's... You know, I know last year he was a little bit more candid when it was Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but I think this year he's... He started being a little bit more honest with the fan base and saying he's, they're not going to make it. He's not going to make it. You know, he, he ruled out Seamus and um, he ruled out Ashley Young. Um, I think it was too early to rule out Michalenko when they had the press conference. So we'll have to wait and see to see where we are. But I think one affects the other, isn't it? If Ash, Ashley Young, if if there's no Michalenko, you might want him back at left back. But so then you can't play right midfield. So then maybe you. Can't play Jack Harrison inside. I don't know. that He obviously played Dan Juma in that role against Burnley in the last round. It didn't really work. Dan Juma hadn't played enough football at that point and certainly hasn't played that much since. Barely any since. So um, it's hard to predict what we're going to do. But at least I suppose what Saturday's shown is we do have this formation up our sleeve. We can change things around. Um, and maybe, maybe actually... Maybe this system of playing three at the back would suit us if we don't have the Corey, because then we can bring, um, then we've got Onana, he can play alongside um, Adissa Garner Gay. Then you can have Harrison and Garner high up uh, in front of those two with McNeil as a left wing back. And, um, you know, you can pick Michael Keane, you can pick Ben Godfrey to go in there with Brantwaite, and you've got Nathan Patterson who can play right wing back. And that's probably what his best position at the moment. So, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he has to make those calls if he sticks with a three at the back. No, but at least what the Burnley game has shown is that this manager can make things work mm. even when he doesn't have his preferred first eleven. Yeah, I think they've created an atmosphere in the club around the training ground where players can just come in and just maintain and just come in and do your job because if you work hard, that's half the job. Mm. So, yeah, would. We're not going to have some key players and then the changes that we have to make because of that is going to further scupper the team set up. But it's just about everyone coming in and just working as hard as they can to do that job. And a lot of that is the midfielders because you've got players like James Garner who aren't being played completely in their preferred Mm. position there having to do the dirty work and that. But like I say, we've got an atmosphere where players are more than willing to do that because it's all about the team. Yeah, no, it's going to... 
it's going to be an interesting one. As I said, we have got that up our sleeve, and we have played it already this season in the in the Carabao Cup as well against Villa as well. So it's not alien to them to play that system. It's just, um, and the two players you come back will will help that, and obviously the manager have a big decision. Let's just have a look at uh, Fulham's side from the defeat at Newcastle. Uh, obviously they're not going to have Jimenez available, who uh, was uh, got the sending off. Um, obviously. Alex Awobi, former Everton player, has been in great form of late, and they they obviously like playing, you know, the four four two three one. Not sure it will play up front for them, but uh, they have Awobi on one side, and they have Harry Wilson on the other side. who is finding his feet in the Premier League. Let's have a look at his numbers. Seventeen games, two goals, xG of one point five nine, three assists, and an xA of one point. Five eight. There you go, and you can see obviously dominating that right hand side where the heat map there. Um, had to go for a Wolby there for the stats, but Ned does that job. Um, but Harry Wilson's grown, but I don't really want to talk about him. I want to talk about Alex Wolby. He has seemed to have found this little niche or this happy place at Fulham. He's scored a few goals. He's got a few assists, and he will be a threat, I think, because. Coming back to Everton, you know, he'll, you know, as much as he'll, he'll I, I think he'll know that it, it didn't work at Everton quite. It improved, it improved, but it didn't really quite There's work. There's always still a little bit of need. Yeah, there, and, and let's be honest, right? He didn't score goals. He did, you know, his, his passing, uh, sorry, his assists wasn't great, even though some of his passing and and how he got us up the pitch and all that kind of thing was was good and was probably was probably our best. And I don't think the manager wanted to sell him, but the money for the club obviously was too much to turn down for a player who had one year on his contract who didn't look like he was ever going to sign a new contract. Um, it could turn out to be fantastic business, by the way, selling Alex Wobie, the way that Jack Harrison and James Garner and and and, and Dwight McNeil have have become um, regular providers. So it could turn out to be absolutely fantastic business, but he does seem to have found himself at a club that suits him a little bit more than than what Everton did. Well, he's a player that we've always known. If you get him in his exact role and do everything he wants you to do as a team to mm -hmm. facilitate him, he's a good player. Yeah. He is, and yeah, he always could have got more goals and more goal contributions in the Everton team, but mm. it, he can perform well and have those little moments yeah. that just help the team in the attack. It was a good deal for both parties because you mentioned the contract situation and the money made it beneficial mm. for Everton. But look, I'm sure he'd love to come and give a performance because, like you say, it didn't really work yeah. at Everton. But it's our job to shut him down. It's our job to shut Harry Wilson down. Yeah. And if we don't know about the striker situation with suspensions and injuries, but they're a team who can score goals regardless. So I'm sure whoever it is will be a threat. And it's Everton's job to shut them down as we've been shutting teams down the last two weeks. Yeah, they'll make chances. And listen, it's not all about Jimenez. Jimenez has become a focal point in the last few weeks and started scoring some goals. And that is great. We've seen that with Dominic Carver-Lewin. Centre-forward doesn't always score the goals, but they give you the focal point to allow the team to get up the pitch. And they have been creating the chances, so it's not just a case of, well, there's no him in there, so that's it. They've been spreading the goals around. Um, and it will be a tough game, and there is a lot of expectation going into the game. And um, it's it's it really, I think it's finally balanced. Obviously, us being at home gives us the edge, but they've beaten us the last couple of times at Goodison as well. For going so long with them never winning uh, a game at Goodison Park, 
you know they've got they've won the last two so yeah it's a tough one but it's a quarter final and Everton have got to be relishing it and the fans have got to be relishing it and hopefully hopefully we can get through whoever we get in the semi-final it doesn't matter you know and again it's just about getting into it and then seeing where you are when it comes around. So, and at the moment, we we are good. We're in good form and um, and we're making things happen. So, there you go. Let us know your thoughts in the comments on this one. Um, how optimistic are you? And, and what do you think the lineup's going to be? Who do you think will be in and who do you think will be out? Let us know in the comments. Make sure to give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. If you want more great videos, join us over on Toffee TV Premier. Link is in the description and the QR code's on the screen now. See you later.